South by Southwest, Austin, Texas. Wednesday night. In a gay bar two blocks off of Congress Street, a Houston music showcase is in progress. As different bands set up, an old-school scratch DJ is hyping. Hip-hop slang for getting the audience excited for an act. Look, I just I gotta say a couple of things. That was fucking Giant Kitty, everybody. On Rue Logic Records. Alright, alright, alright. I gotta I'm I'm a bad person at holding secrets. Okay? This night started out with Genesis Blue. That's the strongest female MC in Houston, Texas. It's soon clear that this guy is not just a DJ. Oh yeah. I was DJing for a bunch of rappers around town, and then I was going to shows, and I was seeing a bunch of pay-to-play shows where there'd be like like 10 openers for one headliner, and they were having to pay to be on these slots. And I was like, why is no one here to tell these kids that this is not what you should be doing? You know? And then I'd go to a show, and it was just poorly executed, or I would talk to other artists in town, and they just didn't know what the hell they were doing. It was very loosey-goosey. And plus me just being sick of going to crappy shows made me think that it was time for someone to try and at least help. And that's, that's, that's when it happened, where I was like, I can't DJ for another artist that doesn't know what the hell is going on in life. It, it makes me sad. So one day, he invites a bunch of musicians to his house to pitch a radical idea, one even his closest friends thought was crazy start his own label. Hi, my name is Ruben Jimenez. I go by the unfortunate DJ name of DJ Baby Roo. I am the label owner and manager of Roo Logic Records. Ruben's label, Roo Logic, has become one of the most important fixtures of the Houston music scene, despite its humble beginnings. Yes, at 16 years old, I started doing point of purchase promotions, which is um, record labels would contract young people who didn't need a bunch of money to go put up posters for new releases. It wasn't long before he was working to promote and manage groups personally. One of the earliest was the Gravediggers, a side project of the RZA, one of the visionaries behind Wu-Tang Clan, which would go on to become one of the most critically and commercially successful hip-hop groups of all time. But in the meantime, Ruben was working with their point man, Reggie Reg of G Street Records. And I was supposed to meet Reg in San Antonio to do the Texas run with them. And Reg never showed up. It was in Austin. And so I ended up doing the entire Texas run with the Gravediggers by myself. Uh, when that was going to video shows, radio, retail, of course, so that they could sign autographs and all that stuff. And I did this, you know, in every city with this band at 16. And in Ruben's own words, that's what gave him the bug. The first moment he thought, I love every aspect of this. Being around the artists, going to the shows, meeting the other DJs, the club promoters, and the managers. All of those little interacting interactions really, really, like, it made me want to be a part of it. And that's sort of when I decided that that was going to be my thing. And so Ruben's thing became just that, the ground level of the music industry. Until he began to see the problems on the ground level of Houston that the people on the upper levels weren't seeing. And that's where Rue Logic came from working to save Houston's music scene through his label. That's because Houston's a hustle town. You know what I mean? It's a boom town. So it's sort of, you know, 
learn as you go, do what works or get over on people that don't know what they're doing. So if you have a, a, a large crowd of people that don't know what they're doing, then you get to take advantage of them. So of course there just wasn't a lot of people in a rush to be like, no, this is actually how you do it. Artists don't see themselves as a sandwich shop. They see themselves as the most important person in the room. They are narcissists by trade. And they think if I'm on a stage and I'm strumming my guitar and I'm singing my song that's so personal to me that no one asked me to write, then that's the goal. That's not the goal. The goal is, is that if a bar or a venue or a club or a theater or whatever it is hires you to perform your shit song that nobody knows, they expect you to bring in business. Since music has given me so much of an education, since the Houston music scene has given me so much as far as, far as just teaching me about who I am, you know, I have to honor it by giving back in a certain way. In a way that's not self-aggrandizing or is not taking away from, but adding on to. And sometimes when you add on to, that doesn't mean that you're going to get paid to do it. So just like the all-important self-aggrandizing artist that thinks that everyone wants to hear this song that no one asked them to write, I opened up this sort of school for, you know, the disadvantaged bands in town to learn from knowing that it wasn't going to make a red cent. Now, that surprised me. Rue Logic doesn't make money. If Ruben's lucky, he's just barely breaking even. But for Ruben, money isn't the goal. The goal is to teach and to create a platform for the people for whom music is their entire life, rather than their music just being their hobby. Art is your job. If art's your job, then you are in the business of art. And the business of art is being a good business partner. Artists don't get it. And for the, the history of man, they might not ever get it. And may will, may will never get it. You know, they, may will, they might as well never get it. And if they don't, then they're going to get screwed. But if there is a schmo like myself that creates a, a poor business model to teach these people about business through experience, right? then maybe there will be enough of an infrastructure to bypass the increasingly desperate recording industry. As the industry shifts to a pay-to-play model where artists are signed based on prior success rather than talent or potential, artists with meager means are being left behind. And that's who Ruben wants to help. You know, it's, it's something that's going to eventually have to be addressed, the fact that there is no more money in music. Uh, not in the traditional sense, except for larger acts, live shows, even festivals are shifting. So for, for, for Rue Logic, I think since we never started out with the, the intent of making money, the absence of money isn't going to hurt us. You know what I mean? Um, it's still more so about curation, about working with artists who want to work and who, who want to build something larger than just a hobby. Beyond the money issue, Ruben is taking a different tack. Where a more traditional manager might be looking for ways to exploit the talent, Ruben's not interested in wringing that money out of the musicians he manages. As if to prove how unimportant that aspect is, Rue Logic contracts don't even have durational terms. No one-year, two-year, four-year contracts, no period disputes. When an act doesn't want to be with Rue Logic anymore, they just say so. In the context of the industry, that's insane. But it's indicative of Ruben's approach. 
It's about partnership. I asked some of the members of Giant Kitty about it. Ruben really feels like another team member. So not only is Ruben sort of a lot more accepting of all of us and a lot more supportive of all of us and our different backgrounds, but he just, you know, he's present, he's there, he's as invested in the success of the band as we are. I think people, I guess outside of the scene, look at, think about the stereotypical music producer and think about the open shirt with the gold chain and the cigars, like, listen girls, you know, you gotta sell those giant kitty albums, but he's, he just wants everyone to be able to express their art and hopefully succeed from their art. So South by Southwest ends up being an example of this. Taking these small acts like Genesis Blue, Space Villains Asterisk, or Giant Kitty, and lining them under a headliner like the successful Houston rapper Bun B, giving them real draw and exposure, and not having to worry about money. So if a, you know if a Giant Kitty takes off and sells out of all the, the, the physicals that we have, then that's good business. It's a good indie project that was successful. And then you get to do another one. You know what I mean? And hopefully you sell a t-shirt more and a sticker more the next go around. So is that success? Selling the next sticker? Getting on the next go round? Success can be measured in a lot of different things. I feel successful in the fact that I, I have good, I have, a, I guess, great rapport in this town uh, for, for doing good business, right? I, I can kind of pick and choose what I want to do. So that's really, to me, a great sign of success. Like, if I'm not trying, if I'm not working in a reactionary space to do something, but a proactive space, I think that's the sign of success. And everything that Rue Logic has been doing has definitely been in a proactive um, place, coming from that space, and really trying to be forward-thinking and strategic in how we sort of place ourselves place our artists and really just get to still have fun with it like as much as it's stressful to do all these things at the end of the day it's still supposed to be fun and there's days where I'm having a lot of fun doing it and I think that's probably the best measure of success you can have right now in this business. Rue Logic is a crazy experiment. It's a business that isn't planning on making any money and has next to no chance to last. But Ruben doesn't really care about that. As long as Ruben has the chance to help, teach, and learn from the Houston music scene, he'll be happy. I'm Rob Katz for Rice Radio.